Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Hope everyone had a good Christmas. You know who... Happy holiday. You know who could have had a better Christmas? Who? The homeless guy you didn't let live with you. I didn't... I, I didn't... What? He slept on the sidewalk. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you didn't invite him in to live in your home for Christmas. He had a sleeping bag. He was next to his motorcycle, which was a working motorcycle. (laughs) Dude, he sleeps here all the time. Wait, seriously? Like, on the sidewalk? On the sidewalk, just up the street from my house, there's a couple trees, and he he parks his motorcycle, and he puts a sleeping bag down on the sidewalk, and he sleeps. Why did he pick... It's a dark... You know, my street, because of the thing, it's dark. Yeah. There's not a lot of light, so there's like little. You can basically be left alone. I think. I guess yeah, it is. And he's gone. His his hours. He only really sleeps there from like twelve to. F- he's gone in the morning, so no one who gets up at a decent hour notices him. How many nights a week do you see this guy? I've only seen him three times. I think he probably has a lot of spots, and this is like you know he rotates, so he doesn't get kicked out. Yeah, if he's smart, he's not staying too long in one yeah. place. It's like when you have a car that's like broken down, you can't just leave it in one space for yeah, no. two months. Then it's like, it's like, like living in a motorhome. You got to have streets. What's weird is that he has he's homeless but has a motorcycle where it's like, dude, if you're going to be homeless, sell the motorcycle, get a shitty car, sleep in that. Yeah, but so much better to be able to drive around. You don't need that much gas. But what are you worried about? Fucking gas? You, sleeping indoors is more important seem, than like, well, I'm saving money on gas. He doesn't seem that insane. And when I first walked by him, he was checking what looked like an iPod. <laughs> what? Yeah. I think this is like transitional, you know, that not like, you know, the work, maybe he was just like the working poor. Or he just got divorced and he's like, take everything, I'm keeping the motorcycle, Keep Keeping the you. bike, bitch! Yeah. Yeah, I like that. This shit's mine, I don't go live in the streets. Yeah. And then three months later, he's like, fuck, I'm living in the streets. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> maybe he's an open micer. <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode is episode two, uh, this is a two-parter of, what was, what'd you call it? Uh, the conversationally one, awesome. Conversationally awesome. With these are the that that same weird wiki wiki uh, wiki how list of how to not be boring at a party. Yeah. And uh, the, these questions are more moral, I guess. They're deeper. They're deeper. They really are. Without <laughs> using deeper in a cliche way, they really were. They went deeper as far as like this is some like get high and. There high was school. one where you were like, I just want to answer this quickly and move on. <laughs> That's true. Well, we won't say what it is because you're gonna have to fucking listen to it. That's true. Um, but yeah, they were like really like personal yeah but dude you know when you think of, oh a list to, to talk better at parties and social situations when we first did the first one i'm like these aren't gonna be no. and then they actually turn out to yeah be useful i can yeah. see myself using a handful of these when i'm talking to someone i probably don't really care for that you've much, seen me I at have. a party i need him yeah yeah how many of you remembered without like saying can you maybe think like oh i'd use three or four the Desert Island one's always, like, a one you remember. And the, like, shoplifting one in this episode, I think, is good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, this was fun. If you... By the way, because these are fucking fun to do, if you have any, like, cool lists or, like, uh, questions and, and those kinds of things that we can maybe do, just send them our way and let, yeah. we'll see if, if they kind of spark our interest. If they have to do with stuff, like... That we're into because we talk about being like socially awkward and, and, and the stuff like that. So that kind of applies or anything like style related or music or yeah. or that kind of stuff. Like 90s nostalgia, that kind of shit. Send us a list. Yeah. Send us anything that you come across on the Internet. Yeah. And kind of have it be sort of serious. Don't, don't have it. We don't want to do a bunch of joke lists. You yeah. know. Because, A, we're comedians and we're not going to find them funny. Right. And we'd rather kind of answer them seriously and then be funny with that. 
Yeah. I think that's way more interesting True. than like here's like fucking BuzzFeed's 17 reasons for blah, blah, blah that, that aren't even serious. Love those lists. I've been taking a lot of BuzzFeed tests fucking lately. I hate those lists. Yeah. They mean nothing. Well, they're not supposed to mean anything. They're a waste of... The BuzzFeed's a waste of the internet. Well, then you and get the internet's it. already a waste of the when internet. When I get to BuzzFeed, <laughs> I know I've run out of internet. <laughs> but sometimes it's the first thing. You no, see I it don't. and you're like, I can't go. I got to read real news first. And I then gotta, maybe I'll do a I got to find out which Breakfast Club cast member I am by taking this quiz. Yeah. I got Molly Ringwald, Jeez. which is a huge bummer. That kind of is a bummer. Yeah. Well, fair um, enough. Thanks for coming to the punchline. Those of you who did, there were a few people that yeah. said they enjoyed our podcast, so that was nice. Rad. Um, fucking man, that club is, is amazing. If you live in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Go watch comedy. There. Punchline and Cobbs, great, great places. Yeah, they're great fucking clubs. awesome. Amazing. The 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 bookers do a great every weekend there. It's like there's yep. someone good. They don't book garbage. Nope. Uh, and Sketchfest starts in January, so there's going to be right. a lot of yeah. good, tons of good shows, good comics up there. But yeah, go visit the Punchline. That's such a fucking cool room. Um, and uh, what are you? Where Come are you? See this me week? tonight at UCB, 11 p.m. Me, Byron Bowers, J.C. Coakley. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I thought that was last week. Nope. No, okay. Tomorrow. Oh, cool. Tomorrow. Today, today, today. Uh, New Year's Eve, you guys, if you don't want to spend a lot of fucking money for something that won't be fun, uh, go watch comedy at the Comedy Store. That's oh, yeah. always fun. It's, um, comedy stores are reasonably priced. Yeah. New Year's. Every, every, here's the thing about it's New a Year's. It's fucking party. You're just paying more money for the same thing you'd see the week before. Comedy Store stays about the same, so come on by. Yeah. If you go to a nightclub, they're going to charge you $50 or more just to be in the same nightclub you'd be anywhere else. Yeah. And then they give you, like, a fucking glass of champagne and they sing a thing. It's just, like, <laughs> it's stupid. Um... The store is fun. It gets crazy. Everyone gets like super yeah. wasted, and and the show's good. Yeah. So if you don't want to spend a shitload of money, that's a good thing uh, to do. I'll be there. Not sure what time, because um, it is the comedy store. They are not fucking letting us know until like the eleventh hour. Like, yeah. oh, here's your spots for one of the most planned nights of the year. <laughs> yeah. We're letting you know day before. Yeah. Uh, January third, fourteenth. I'll be at the Meltdown show again. The best show in Los Angeles. If you haven't been, go. Uh, go on the 14th. I'll be, uh, that's the day after my album comes out on vinyl. So they're going to have me come down and they'll fucking, Joan will talk about it for yeah. a minute. And then, okay. blah, blah, blah. Uh, if you haven't gotten it, quit being an asshole and go get it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's on, um, there's a link on my website, on my Twitter, on my Instagram. It's on Jonah Ray's label, Literally Figurative, which is an imprint on a special thing records. Um, so get it there. It's 15 bucks, and I'm very proud of it. So please buy it. Thank you. And I'm saying thank you in advance. I'm like, because you yeah. just did it right now as I'm just click as buy. I'm doing this intro. Okay. So that being said, learn how to fucking talk to people by listening to us stumble through answers. <laughs> get laid. Yeah. Get okay. deep. Okay. Um, enjoy this. We'll see you next week. Part two. Bang. Yeah. We don't do a lot of part twos. The Empire Questionnaire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what's the questionnaire called? What's the? It was like how to how to uh, uh, wasn't it how to keep a conversation from getting boring? Right, that's right. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Because I called the episode conversationally awesome. Right. So I forgot the actual title of the thing. The second we're in the second. Well, actually, the 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 third tier now, which is serious personal questions and the first tier was called what well, the first one the first two we did were fun questions and light-hearted personal questions okay now we're in serious personal Those make questions. sense for how to keep a conversation going like in a public setting or at a party but like it's weird that they would almost recommend you get serious yeah this people. is apparently when you want to figure out if you're gonna fall in love with each other maybe or maybe if you've been talking a while and you're like you know i kind of want to get to know this person more but i'm so bad at conversation Right now, I'm looking at some of them, and it seems like these would be perfect if you were high. Like, if you're smoking right. a lot of pot, and you're just getting weird, man. Yeah. Uh, All right. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Um, I don't know. Weren't there, like, three more before that? Well, what is your ideal... What would your ideal profession be? We're both comedians. We want to be comedians. <laughs> but what about if you never did... Let's just change it a little. Oh, if we couldn't do any of the things we yeah. do... Yeah, if if you didn't, if you just decided, say tomorrow, you were like, you know what, I'm done being an actor. I okay. want to do comedy. Pro skater. Okay, yeah, see? Yeah, stickers. <laughs> just for the stickers. <laughs> for a professional skateboarder. Yeah. So that, because. Uh, That's hilarious. Your name on a skateboard is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, free stickers. Free everything, like free clothing. And the skating. That the would be ska- fun. Being good at skate, although at this point. I maybe might go back a couple decades, yeah. like pro in the eighties, because now being a pro skater now is just like you're going to be injured once every year uh-huh. for a significant amount of time, yeah. and just to be considered a good professional skateboarder, you're always in pain all the time. Yeah, and you have to be fourteen. Well, there's a window. The real the window between the window of when professional skateboarders can be effective apparently now is like it's like seventeen to twenty one. That's insane. Because after, or they say if you're not pro by 20, give up. Kill yourself. But like, and then you're <laughs> can, you can, you can be good, you know, close to 30, but it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. Wow. But yeah, pro skate, being a pro skater seems cool. Cause you're like, you're like famous ish mm-hmm. to some, you know, it's very compartmentalized. You're only famous to some people. You can get like a taste of attention. Yeah. When it's you this need weird it. niche subgenre of yeah. fame. But, yeah. but when you are, it's like they, they go crazy for you. And there's kind of like a decent like retirement, not like retirement plan, but you get, most of them end up just staying and working in the skateboard industry. The skateboard right. industry has a tendency to like hang on, let you know, the pros end up working at companies or starting their own companies. It seems to be you can have it as or like you a do like announcing at the X Games. Yeah. That kind of shit. Public appearances. Yeah, but you just kind of stay in the industry, which is cool. Ribbon cuttings at skate parks. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Ed Templeton did a ribbon cutting no at a way. star he did a ribbon cutting at a Starbucks. I love that. In Huntington Beach, See, I that's, don't that's they awesome. needed like local Huntington Beach celebrities and in yeah. Huntington Beach, Ed is one of the more famous people to come Absolutely. out of there. That's a skate surf culture yeah. fucking so it runs so deep there. Yeah, so like he That's hilarious. He did the ribbon cutting in the Starbucks. <laughs> I love that. I would have gone to that. <laughs> oh dude, when I saw the picture I was literally like, "Hey yeah. dick, why didn't you tell me? I would have definitely come to this and I heckled the it. shit out of you." Yeah, boom. Yeah. Cut it better. Sell like, out. How do you cut a ribbon? <laughs> yeah, that had like those weird huge like joke scissors. Yeah, that's so funny to me. <laughs> ribbon cuttings are just so funny to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be great. So I go pro skater. Just, I mean, just to, I would. You know, seems cool. I have. Uh, 
I would do traveling journalist. Oh, cool. Yeah, but not like crazy embedded war journalist where you're going to die. But like go to a cool city and fucking write about some like some new thing that's happening there. Okay. Like that kind of shit. It'd be so fun. Remember that show? Was it called INLA? I think I do remember and they that. Would do, but I think there was it's like still a, on. But there was like a travel segment. Yeah. Yeah. See, that kind of shit would be so much fun. Yeah. Because you get to like, like visit cool shit and then like... Like Bert Kreischer does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a tra- his travel show. So either that or be a teacher. Hmm. That would be cool. I don't think I'd be a teacher. That's the one thing, one other thing I wanted to do even when I was like a kid. I was a really? teenager, yeah. I would teach college... A substitute taught college. I wouldn't teach college because it's like, I feel like they're, they're, they're already like right past that point of like, because the reason I wanted to be a teacher was like, I want to do it better than I thought the teach, teachers were. Uh, okay. Because you're at the ages of like, say, 10 to 16 or 17 or something like that, you're so like sensitive to like... um to how teachers treat you and like where your life is going to go with education. You know, right. if you're like some fuck up kid and your teachers don't care, you're going to be like, well, fuck you anyway. But I would want to be the kind of teacher that was like, m- like make learning like fun and that kind of thing. Cause I had a couple of teachers that really did do it that way. And like the classes were fun. All the kids loved the teacher. Do you remember their names? Mr. Fox was one of them. Didn't have him. Mr. Love was another one. I had Mr. Love. He was the tennis coach. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did PE, and then he taught history for some reason later. Yeah. I didn't like, have him for any classes, but he ta- he was the tennis coach. Yeah, there were like a few teachers like that that were like, they had a good sense of humor. Did you have Mr. Biggs? I did not, no. I did. He was epic. Was he cool? Yeah. Super but even cool then, guy. you'd hear about teachers like, oh, dude, so-and-so's great. Yeah. You'd always hear about the, they were awesome, and there were only ever two of those, and then the ones that were the worst, and they Ms. were like Mr. Levering, the Spanish teacher, taught yeah. me how to tie a tie. Yeah. He cut out a tie out of a paper bag, mm-hmm. made the tie shape, and then made me like a diagram. But it's like, it, it always just, I would sit there and look at teachers, and I'm like, it would just be so much easier to just be even a little cooler. And students would be like, dude, that teacher's like pretty cool. Tell some cool stories every once in a while. Just relate to the kids on, I mean, on I do, any level. I do remember the like handful of times the teachers were cool to me. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, my family are a lot of teachers, and it is incredibly difficult there's just so many kids yeah especially in like a public school setting right there's just so many kids and the truth is you can only get to so many of them yeah you're not you're never gonna get to all but like yeah. e- even just to make some kind of impact like yeah that shit lasts forever it's true it's it true. really you see those fucking people more than your parents sometimes no yeah for sure you mean in a given year or whatever but anyway yeah. so yeah traveling journalist or a teacher would have been cool yeah that's good uh most embarrassing thing you've ever done Fuck. Uh, my first two years of stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard because... Yeah, you're fucking showing your ass to the world every single night. Of a your lot life. of early stand-up was just pretty embarrassing. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you're bombing, you're fucking like taking weird risks and just like, it's... Yeah. There's a there's a Taco Bell commercial I really still feel. I remember is, that. That was really dumb. <laughs> that was a pretty... Embarrassing. What was the? There was a catchphrase. The catchphrase was good to go. Good but the, to go. It wasn't so much the catchphrase as there was a hand signal that went with it. That was what made it really bad. Right. But that was pretty embarrassing. People would yell it at me on stage oh, from the audience. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, this one. This one couple was at the store. There was like four people there, and they were like, they weren't trying to shit on me. They were like, kind of excited, and they were like, yeah. can we please 
videotape you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> and there were yeah. so few people in the audience. I was like, okay. this. And I, I, I tried not to be a, a dick about it. But I was like, yeah, okay, do it. They're from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a big moment for them. Yeah, me, I don't know. But like I when I was going to Disneyland a lot then and I would I would that's the only time in my life I was getting recognized consistently. Right. And it but it was for that commercial I was and like I got recognized like 10 times at Disneyland in one that's day. That's But that commercial was in an pretty, embarrassing way. You're like, "Oh god." I mean, everyone's always nice about it, but it was a, a silly. It was yeah. kind of a dumb. Anytime uh, co- uh, uh commercials try to create a catchphrase, it always fails. Yeah. I mean, th- I mean, I guess not. Well, where's the beef? But like, when they try to be cool, where's the beef? Was like a joke, right? But when they are like, no, no, people are gonna say this. It's all. It, it always fails. I've been in a couple that tried to do that. I was in a, a Seven Up commercial that they. Th- <laughs> it's called the Uncola, you know, and oh, they yeah, yeah. they were convinced that p- kids were gonna buy Seven Up and call themselves Uns, like it was cool. Get the fuck out of here with <laughs> yeah. that shit, Seven Up. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, and the the slogan at the end was, "Are you an Un?" Jesus. Me and Will Wheaton and that commercial is my first commercial. Whole, oh, your first one ever. <laughs> first one ever, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was wow. pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I can't a real I gotta have some a real of the dance I got in a hip hop dance battle in the quad at C V. Uh-huh. That was pretty embarrassing. Wow. They had it for a while in high school they had like a DJ at lunch in the quad. Yeah. Like That's and, weird. And me and Glenn Gurniak. That's a real name. It's a real name. Real yeah. dude. That's uh, a great sitcom character name. Me and him got in a dance battle in uh, the quad. And just not even like, I don't even remember it being that embarrassing at the time. But when you look back on it in retrospect, wow, that's embarrassing and yeah. stupid. Yeah. What's the most embarrassing thing I've ever done or situation I've been in? A kid put gum in my hair in the eighth grade or seventh grade? Eighth grade. Did it like catch on and, from, and it really, you know, like people made fun of you after the fact? Um. Probably a little bit, but it was in the middle of class, in the middle of the room, and I had like long hair. Oh, okay. And he just like fucking, and I, I put my hand back there, and I was like, "You did not," and I felt the gum there, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I started yelling at him uh. and shit, and then but people were like laughing, and he was like, "I don't even, I don't even rem- remember what he said," but he just thought it was funny, and people were like, like you know, going, yeah, <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit. Huh. It was pretty embarrassing because there was nothing you could do. It's just not, nothing you could do. Yeah. I wore a pocket tee the backwards on accident for several periods at CV once. Really? That felt pretty dumb. That's that. Things that are barely embarrassing when are done in high school are nine times as embarrassing. Yeah. And actually, a guy that was kind of a bully uh, told me, but wasn't super mean about it. He's like, I thought you were doing it on purpose as like fashion. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. It's just my T-shirts were huge. Right. And I couldn't. <laughs> just threw it on quickly. Um what this is what is your deepest most primal fear most primal fear um for some reason um like getting like you know those locked up abroad shows where you're just like you get like thrown in a fucking crazy prison for yeah. something you probably didn't do or some mistake or, or something like that that you made and then like having to serve a crazy sentence in some insane third world nightmare <laughs> prison that one for some reason would you just be like that would be the worst but there's so many w- things that, like, how would you wouldn't even get in that situation? That's what I mean. But well, like, you, so your fear is that, like, someone puts drugs in your bag and you like, know yeah. it. It's some crazy Being thing. Being framed. Yeah. You don't want to be framed in a foreign country. 
Yeah, yeah, or you like you commit a crime that you didn't even know was a crime. Oh yeah, and you know like Singapore when those people were getting <laughs> I caned. Just, for... I just thought Singapore. There's yeah. all those crimes up there. You know. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Because I would never traffic drugs or do anything. Yeah. But it's like, what if you didn't know something was a crime, and then next thing you're being carted off to jail? You got to serve a two year sentence, and you're like, what? You know. And then it's yeah. like Batman Begins, where you're in this like crazy prison fighting all these people. Right. But unlike Batman, I'm going to lose every fight and get. <laughs> <laughs> raped every day you're kind of a, i think you'd be okay in singapore you're a big dude yeah but they all know martial arts they're born with it yeah <laughs> small space though i feel like your size is a real advantage maybe they don't have like a lot of space to do the twirly whirlies maybe but what if they've been in there a while they just learn how to fight they're hardened criminals no do you definitely have trouble i'm just saying it yeah. wouldn't be a daily beat not everyone could kick your ass a yeah, lot I of might them. get one here and there. Yeah, you catch one there and there. Well, they'd be getting up on you. That one would suck, or like falling off a cliff or a, a bridge mm. or, or something mm-hmm. like that that mm-hmm. you didn't obviously want to fall off of. Right. That would be terrifying. I always think of like uh, getting, it's not so much like getting in a car accident and dying in it, but like getting in like a, an accident like that also is in like um, in bad weather. So it's mm. like you wrap your car around a tree but then you're like in the snow <laughs> yeah. and you're like trying to like limp to safety, but it's also like cold or like raining. Yeah. Torrential downpour. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I think I'm pretty afraid of being murdered. Just like, and having it take a while. <laughs> <laughs> like a saw type murder. Situation. Yeah. Just like being, mur- I, I think being, no, that seems like a really normal fear, but I don't want to be murdered. You know? Yeah. It seems aw- like that sucks. Like my pro- anyone with a murder fetish, like I want to be murdered. I bet you there are. I bet but you they there see, are. They try and find serial killers. Maybe. Like, maybe. ooh, there's a serial killer in Iowa. I'm gonna move there. Yeah, I don't want to be murdered at all. Yeah, that would. Suck. I, you know what? I also am very afraid of doing something that causes someone else to like die. Like what? I don't know, dude. I just do something wrong. Like texting and driving. Something. Yeah, I text yeah. them. They look. They die. You know, things like that. Just I, I tell someone to take. Like, oh, you know it's faster? Take that route. And then they get in a car accident. Things like that. That's okay. pretty... I, I worry about that a lot. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that the... Um, okay, next one. When have you felt your loneliest? Uh, usually right after I wake up to right before I go to sleep. <laughs> uh, let's see. When have, I, when have I ever or just when in general? I I think it's when do you feel you're lonely? When have you felt your I think it's I think it's specific. Um I think when things aren't going well for me artistically, mm. creatively. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty alone. Mhm. Cuz I'm I'm like a I like to be alone anyway, like just physically like right. I'm cool with that. Like not always hanging out with friends, not always dating someone, not going to eat with like I like eating alone. I like the, that kind of shit. Right. So I'm cool with that. I like alone time. But like for some reason you feel lonely when you're not like when I'm not I don't feel connected to the world. Like if I don't have like some idea I'm working on or like I'm just being creative and expressive, that kind of shit. Right. Like I feel pretty alone because I feel like I'm just like I don't I'm not a part of the world. Inter- yeah. 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 yeah, that's interesting. I feel pretty alone when I'm... It's that, like, there's a moment when I went to something social, or not social, but just in public. I go, and I, I realize there's either I don't know anyone there, or the people, le- like, 
and I'm deciding to leave. <laughs> There's yeah. that like first moment in the car after I've left a thing because I because yeah. I either didn't know anyone or it didn't go well or whatever, and I'm just like in my car leaving a thing, and I'm like, well, I guess let's just go home. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of times I'll go to art galleries by myself, right? Like to like an art walk or something. And I'll end I'll, I'll I'll end up going through all of it so fast that I I I drove for a longer period of time than I was there yeah to get there and and that's one of those things where you're like all right well that didn't take nearly as long as I thought so what am I gonna do now that's that's then what do you do normally I just go home <laughs> like I don't I don't I used to probably just shop like i used to always kill time with like buying something yeah like that's why i have so many pairs of van sneakers but mm-hmm. like now i just like i don't each one represents a day of loneliness <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but yeah when i miss time things when i think this thing's gonna take longer than it is that's why that's a pretty that's pretty lonely because i'm just like back in my car and i'm like driving again I'm like where am i going now like oh, i guess i'm just going home like I, yeah i'm almost like what was the point of that in any way I used to think that I used to feel lonely when I would see like if I was alone somewhere and mm-hmm. I'd see a couple that looked really like happy and in love. Yeah. That would be like if they really looked real. <laughs> you know, not like they j- clearly had just started dating or yeah. were, you know being like extra mushy and a lot of public PDA stuff. Yeah. But if it really looked like a real like wow, that's nice. And you'd be like <laughs> Yeah, that would kind of make you feel like, man, I've I'm had those. So alone. I've had those lately where I'll see some people and I'm like, oh yeah, I may never have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, nowadays I see. I I don't know if it's like a uh, not that I wouldn't I wouldn't say a bitterness or anything, but more of like just a pragmatic view of like when you see a couple, you I don't think of it as I don't think of them in black and white terms anymore. Like, oh, that looks amazing, or they look miserable you can just see like i don't know you just read body language differently yeah you just kind of tell sometimes like they're they're not getting along right now or they're in a fight yeah like i I walked by a couple uh, there was like a diner with outdoor seating and i walked by with like a couple of friends of mine and i saw them on the way down the street they were at a table and they were just like not really talking and i just kind of glanced over and i was like they're not having a good breakfast Ugh. and then on the way back my friend goes we pass them again. And my friend goes, whoa, did you see that couple breaking up back there? I'm like, was it the one at the end? with the?" And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I saw them on the way there. They didn't look happy. On the, by the way back, maybe 10 minutes later, I, I think they had, she was just like, this isn't working or whatever. She was in tears going like, I just don't know why it oh, needs to. Oh, God. That's always the worst. Oh, God. Now that, when you see people breaking up in public, that never makes me feel lonely. Oh no! When I see people, when I see couples fight in public, uh, I'm like, "Oh, I am going to go home. This is great." Yeah, I'm at Target right now, and I'm just going <laughs> to buy the things I need and leave. I didn't yeah. have to talk to anyone. Oh, oh, but I, I just refuse to engage in that. It's not happened a lot over the years with people, like with like anyone I've really dated. But like, if, you know, every once in a while, I have, you'll get mad at her. She'll get mad at you, and then. She'll, well, you know what? And you're just like, okay, well, I'm, we're not going to do this right now. It's yeah. not going to even start to become a public. Or- yeah. I, I think I've been, I, I, I'm probably pretty guilty of yeah. maybe a little too many public spats, but most really? of that's my fault. Oh, really? You're the one. Yeah. And not, not like, hey, I want to fight in public, but like, 
what I've realized about myself mm-hmm. kind of recently, because I heard something in a meeting, it's like, would you rather be right than happy? Mm-hmm. I always pick right. So right, I right. will just, I'll argue, you probably notice it's just from knowing me and having tons of conversations. Yeah. I'll argue a point. Even when you're like, not right. Just to maybe I'll get right. I'll, I'll get to where I can be right. Yeah. Well, on yeah. like a, I'll, I'll, I'll take it from the actual empirical mm-hmm. facts of the argument right. and take it to a theoretical level yeah so that i can find a way to be right as yeah. opposed to just being like yeah you do that a lot yeah, yeah. as opposed to just being like uh oh i'm 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 wrong in and of these facts at this moment i'm like yeah but in the larger like and in my head i'm not even i don't even it's not that i'm like oh i don't want to be wrong necessarily i do have that problem totally yeah but i just argue for way too long and I want to be, I just want to be too right. You know what I noticed when we were interviewing Ilaria the other day? What? At one point, I didn't agree with one thing she was, she said about something. And I was going to be like, that's not true. And then in my head, I was like, you're about to argue with a fucking expert. Like, what are you doing? Right, right, like, right. Like, I've I finally stopped myself <laughs> from doing that. Where like, yeah. I realize, I now am much better at acknowledging who, uh, who knows way more than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not only, I'm, I'm actually wrong. As opposed, to, it's not even a matter of opinion. My opinion, it's my opinion. I think I'm right because it's my opinion. Right. But if I like was as well researched as someone else, uh-huh. I would realize I was wrong. But I like stop. I was like, are you about to fucking argue with her about like pants hemming or like that? Like yeah. where a thing should like you don't know what you're, like she's literally an expert yeah. at this. This yeah. is her job. She has built an she's, empire. It's not only her career. <laughs> she's extremely good at it. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, I'm. That's what my the way I argue is wrong. Right. I it is. I want to be. I. It's more important to be right than happy in yeah. my head, which I'm trying to fix. But yeah, I I I don't I don't want to argue the facts. I want to argue like the whole messy blah blah blah. So I'll be like, yeah, well, whatever, whatever you need to pull and grab and yeah. reach at to be right in some way. I always will be like. Well, if you if you if you're gonna say that, you're basically saying this, and I'll come up with a metaphor that illustrates how what they're saying in this moment is wrong on a broader right. sense. It, uh, yeah, and that's garbage. It's just a way to be. It just makes me annoying to people. I yeah. just like, especially people I date. I just fucking I can't let anything go because I need to be. It's not even like right. I just need to be everything to be even. I don't want to like feel like okay, you were right, so now I owe you. <laughs> Like that's in relationships too. It's a lot like okay, you were right about this thing, and so now yeah, like so now you have a credit. Yeah, so you have a credit. <laughs> you literally have a credit where they're like, remember when you yeah. said that you you thought you weren't gonna like this thing, but then you end up liking it. So then you're like, uh-huh. so if I can just keep everything even, there's no credits. <laughs> right. But how are things gonna be even if you want to be right all the time? If they would just agree with me, it would be even. <laughs> oh, that's the furthest from even because no, 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 they're not just like. like I'm always admitting I'm wrong. <laughs> or just like see enough of my side of it to where neither one of us is wrong. I don't necessarily have the... I don't need the other person to be wrong. Right. Just like see what I'm saying. Like a lot of times I feel like in arguments, a person is just... They they don't want to acknowledge that what I'm saying has any value at all. Right. And that's that's where I that's where I'm like, oh well now we're going to do this for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come up with lots and lots of bizarre... Theor- like abstract yeah. metaphors to to illustrate this point yeah that will more confuse you than anything i will confuse you it will be annoying and, and take too long and torturous <laughs> yeah. i will wear you down and then by the end i will have ruined any potential of having a good time doing the thing we were already doing okay it's not ideal 
No, not at all. It sucks. I mean, everyone's guilty of that sometimes, but I guess that's a, the problem you have. That you I am more of. guilty of it than other people. Sure, yeah. I mean, everyone has a thing where... It sucks. Yeah. Um, I used to be a lot more like that when I was younger. I wasn't like that when I was younger, and I've gotten worse. I don't know what it is. I think maybe... I I think I... As my self-esteem got maybe a little better mm-hmm. as I got older... Unfortunately, a byproduct of that was also a tiny bit too much ego. That right. comes out in the wrong way. There's like a good kind of... It's like trans fats. There's like good fat and bad fat. Yeah, yeah. I have, sometimes have a kind of ego that I only use in the wrong way. Right. And I think that's when it happens. I'm like, I can argue my way out of this because I'm... <laughs> like, and I'll just keep talking. And it's annoying. Right. Um, which, if any... What child- was that question even? How did that start? Because we got into a whole other thing. Felt the loneliest. Okay, yeah. Yeah. See, that's a good, that ended up being a great one. <laughs> no, you're wrong, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if any, childhood dreams never came true for you? Never? Never. Did not. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm a pro skater. Yeah. I would have, like, pro... Um, I think for a little while, I wanted to be, like, a pro BMX biker right. tricks for, like, a fucking minute, you know? I mean, I wanted to be a famous fine artist. That didn't really happen. What was another one? Probably rock star for a minute. But these are all like they lasted for. I I never wanted to be a a rock star. I did. I did try to become like a successful gallery artist. Uh That didn't happen. I don't know if that was a childhood dream though. But I definitely it was like a youngish dream. Yeah. But that didn't necessarily happen. Yeah, the thing with, yeah, because I never had real, like, I'm going to actually go. I mean, comedy was the one thing that I actually started when I was a kid. I was 18. Yeah, yeah. My childhood dreams, I didn't know. My childhood dreams were not, like, not in relation to even things I was good at. I was never a good skateboarder, but I was like, man, I'm going to be a pro. No, I wasn't. Yeah, they're just, like, crazy. I didn't even skate with good skaters. I was never good. I was, like, only... Like, uh, good enough to just skate with other people, but not, like, actually good. Right. And uh, other dreams were just, like, insane. Like, emperor of the universe. You know, like, (laughs) crazy sci-fi-ish, you know? Yeah, I wanted to be a ninja. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shit like that. Things that are never going to happen. Yeah. This next one's kind of... Oh, do it. Read it. What is it? Are you happy with the way your life is going? (laughs) If there were one thing you could change about your life, what would it be? Ooh, Two-parter, heavy hitter. Yeah. <laughs> that is a heavy hitter. Who the fuck would ask that at a party? An asshole. Damn. David Taylor. <laughs> David Taylor. Definitely. Are you happy with where your life is going? <laughs> no, but like, what would you change? Yeah. Because I can think of six things you should change. <laughs> yeah, he would go real bad. I don't, I don't, uh, fuck. I don't know if I, I honestly kind of don't know if I'm happy with how my life is going right now, but... The reasons in which I'm not happy with it are mostly my fault. It's not like a cruel, oh, cruel world thing situation where yeah. why am I so unlucky? Like, I'm unhappy with the things I did wrong or just didn't do well enough or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't think that's, like, I think it almost makes it, like, a little different. Like, I, I've, you know, most of most well, of the things yeah. I don't, I'm unhappy with, I had control over. Right. I think. I would say that's most people. I hope so. Or at least it would, I mean, when, at the point where they can acknowledge that. But, but. if I actually, you like, take a minute and step, like, and, and I, I still, my life is still pretty great. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, 
still pretty cool. I still get to do cool shit. Yeah. You know, so I can't complain. There's like, I mean, I don't think there's a person on the planet who is uh, completely happy with their life. Like, why? Other other than then, what do you do? I guess the ones that really like that, where every every dream comes true, like right away or early on. Or do you think those people really exist, though? Um, I don't know. Like, when I was watching uh, Sonic Highways, the Dave Grohl thing, the documentary. Oh yeah. Um, and he struck me as a guy that like seems like he's happy with his life. Like he seems like he's just he's happy. Like everything he you know wanted came true. Yeah. And he's just happy with the way everything's going. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea for sure. I've never heard him really, I don't think, say that. Yeah. But I don't know. Just some people, you're like, they seem like they're super content, like everything's great, like their dreams came true, whatever ones they didn't want when they were younger. They kind of sorted out that thing where you're like, it's okay, not everything you want. Right. You know, you end up getting and that kind of, And then they're just like happy. Right. But I mean, I don't know. Most people I don't think are because you're just kind of wired to not be always like you always think you want more. The problem with trying to be creative is that um, acknowledge like being satisfied is kind of a bad move. Yeah, then you're just done. Yeah, it's, that's, it's literally bad for you. You yeah. can like be like, that one came out okay, but like being, being yeah. like, yeah, I did it, I'm great is a big mistake. Well, I guess a better way to ask the question maybe would be are you happy – are you where you want to be at the at the age you're at? Or no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. No. I mean, if there's anything I could change about my life, what would it be? Be younger. <laughs> get no. happy, and then get turn thirty seven again. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to be younger. I would have. I would have been nicer to some of the people that I haven't been nice to. You mean like in relationships, or just people in general? Because your uh, reputation is, I think, like Kevin's nice. They go like, oh, he's cool. No one's ever been like, that fucking dickhead? Yeah, no, but uh, I think by nicer, I don't think I was necessarily... I mean, I definitely was mean to people I was in relationships with, mm-hmm. for sure. But in just normal friendship, it's not that I was mean to anybody, but I wasn't. I didn't interact like enough. Uh-huh. And like, uh, I spent a lot of time with myself, and I could have been around my friends, like yeah. just being more involved in their lives. I would have okay, done yeah. more of that. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. I um, I'm not happy with my life. No, uh, <laughs> that's not true. I am. I'm pretty happy with it. There's obviously certain. I'm not where I would like to be, but that's fine, right? Because there's there's always time. Mm-hmm. There's not. It's not like there's. It's not like you're 37. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. But I mean, if look, if I talk to someone who is twenty four, they would be like, "Dude, you're thirty. You're already thirty two. Like, there's always yeah. there's always someone who's older, and there's always someone who's younger looking at someone who's older, thinking, "Wow, they're ancient." I don't think the age thing matters. I mean, because if it did, imagine if you were like where you are now is better than where you were art like career wise when than when you were thirty. I would assume. Yeah. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, if you thought that like, "Fuck, I'm already like thirty, thirty two, and you quit, you wouldn't be where you are now. Yeah, you know, I never really... I've done an okay job at never really worrying too much about my age. I don't know why. Because you just don't... Also, I think growing up here, I don't notice years going by. I don't... Like, I just haven't... I mean, I notice it sometimes. Yeah. I actually... The only times I notice my age the most is just in reference to, like, meeting women. That's where it actually is more of a thing. Yeah. But in, in, in normal life, 
I, I although you know what that's not that's not entirely true. Lately, I notice a change in the things I like audition for. Like I'm a young dad now, okay, and so I'm like, oh, I'm a young like I'm I'm move I'm not really a person who gets jobs uh, as a to play someone who's cool. Right. Not that I ever did, but there was like a cooler nerd. Like I'm just a full blown like normal adult, or you know. Yeah, because maybe too you've kind of looked the same for a long time. Yeah. So you you haven't really like aged rapidly. So no one's no, ever yeah. been like, dude, how old are you? Like, whoa, yeah. you look different. Yeah. So you probably don't think about it as much, but no, yeah, I stayed. Although lately I look older, but like it, it I've read it's always in like seven year bursts. You look about the same for seven years at a time. Uh-huh. And I think I hit one of those recently because like I I saw. A footage of me from something I did five years ago, and holy shit, I looked younger. Oh, really? Yeah, like I've aged quite a bit in five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't think I... Um, I don't know. I'm like, Priya, I'm pretty happy, but... It, that's a, Yeah, it's kind of like a hard question. Yeah. But I don't know what I would... What was the second part? What would you change? Uh, if, if there were one thing you could change about your life, what would it be? The way it is now, I um, probably... Fuck, that's kind of hard, too. I, I, just, I just realized the one thing I would change is just more money for doing the same thing I do now. Oh, okay. Like, I yeah. love what I do now. Oh, I love, then that would be one of mine, too. Just more money for doing it. Yeah. Like 30 times more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that would be one of mine, too. Please yeah. pay me more. Just getting paid more for the um, exact same shit. Probably be better uh, better socially. Like on that whole, like, the the business networking side oh, okay. of things. You're better at that than I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I've and it's taken work. At the Christmas party we went to, the our commercial agent? Yeah. And you, you when you were talking to that guy explaining what our podcast is uh-huh. i was like i wouldn't even know what to, how to do like i was it was like you'd practiced <laughs> it right, was like right. you were giving a pitch i was sitting there like yeah that's exactly what our thing is that's funny and i was like if he had asked me this would not be going like this <laughs> yeah when i'm put in those situations i do pretty good not like at those party things but um i just wish i was just be- yeah just kind of because that is a part of this whole thing yeah you know it's like you can't just be like, I'm just going to be a comedian, do comedy. Everything will fall in the line. It's like, you need to go to those parties. You have to have those conversations. It's like, that's that's a part of it. And I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I can be socially awkward. Less so now. You have as to I'm be older. invited, though. Well, that's true, too. But. <laughs> but, you know, being cool, being and knowing those people and being like that from the get-go, you're more likely to get invited to those things. That's true. So, pro- I, yeah, I'd probably change that. Which topics, if any, are too serious to ever joke about? We're not the right people to answer. Oh, that fucking try none of them, yeah, you dumb questionnaire. There's Go a, get raped. Funny, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I was just making a point. There's a funny version to every. There's a funny version of any topic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what is your biggest regret? Um, ever. Mine. Jeez. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. Fuck. <laughs> I try not. I try to say like. Tell no. me, are you, have you thought of yours? Because I want to just say mine quick and then it's your turn. So I don't want to no talk way. about it. Yeah. Ooh. Well, we have to talk about it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, say yours quick. Uh, I wish I would have hung out more with my dad before you froze to death in the woods. Your turn, Nick. Oh, right. Maybe that's why you don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, pretty obvious. I 
It's weird because mine is I wish I would have hung out with your dad more before he pressed it down. <laughs> he was a good dude. Yeah, He's absolutely right for wanting that. Totally. See good that dude. previous question. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a great example of why that previous question is bullshit. Because a lot of people, but some people would have been offended at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think mine would have been not cheating on. Oh yeah, yeah. I cheated on one girl. Yeah, and you were yeah. And I really, I yeah. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I would have been a better, stronger person mentally. Not ever cheating is a thing I'm sort of proud of. Yeah, it's good. Just never. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did. You know, it's just the one girl, but yep. um, super shitty thing to do, guys. If you're thinking about cheating, just break up. It yeah, or um, or don't talk about your relationship problems with your girl and then maybe avoid that because it is not a good feeling my friend pj told me his uncle once told him he goes all you need to know about life is this when you feel like you're about to make a big decision about a woman go in the other room and jerk off first right 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 (laughs) not bad advice yeah it kind of is yeah i mean some people i've met a lot of like guys over the years that i've been like friends with enough to just get to know them and you're just like you just shouldn't be in relationships. Yeah. Like you just like you can't. You He's need to be you need to be out fucking a ton of people. Yeah. You suck in relationships. Until you can't until your until your your body calms down. You're yeah. not, it's not your thing. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. don't why put a girl through that. If yeah, why gonna, lie? If you're, <laughs> if you're just gonna fucking wreck her. What is your biggest triumph? Can I ask you a question actually before we get into that? Yeah. And I know you didn't want to get into it. Sure. But just one question. Go ahead. Did you spend a decent amount of time with your dad yeah you did but you just yeah. wish it was just m- but even you more. you just it becomes this math equation right okay. after the fact yeah where you're like you start to judge every reason every excuse you had for not hanging out with them becomes really lame right 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 okay. i mean like i didn't you know like i don't uh, the, when they were up there when he got lost like i i didn't go because i had like stand up at right. like the store you know right, it's like right. shit like that where you're like, oh, the the you know, since you don't know someone's gonna die, of course, the reasons by which you'll decide not to see them versus it, it, they're pretty low level. And then after the fact, you're like, did I really not go hang out to do this? Yeah, that's the thing, because right, okay. you didn't realize it was going to be a lot less than you had planned. Yeah, and I'm sure for so many things, it's like that. You're like, yeah. fuck, if I wish, if I knew that was gonna end, I would have done it more, watched it more, or fucking vit. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So next question. Um. What. Oh, what's your biggest triumph? I uh, oof. I don't know, man. Fucking me neither. I still kind of think about getting. I mean, when I think about times I was like happiest or proudest, like getting into art school was a really big deal to me. Yeah, it's the only like goal like that I ever had. Yeah. That would that that to me was like that was a really big deal to me. Yeah, that is. I mean, it's a great school. Yeah, and it was like what you wanted to do. You were like, "I'm going to be a fucking artist." Yeah, it was. Re- that was a pretty. That was pretty. And it's cool. I, is it easy to get in, or relatively, or not easy at all, or how does it work there? At the time, I I don't know how it is now. At the time, I was trying to get in. It was really hard to get in. There it took were, one person a most, year. <laughs> most <laughs> most people, I w- at the time they were like, you d- most people didn't get in on their first try. Mm-hmm. You had to apply more than once. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't know how hard it was, really. I don't know. I would say 
See, I've never had like big. I mean, when I was like a kid, before I knew better, I was like a teenager. I'm like, I'm gonna be on a sitcom or on Saturday Night Live or whatever, just whatever I thought comedy was at the time. Right. Where you're like, you'd see guys like Tim Allen, Ray Romano, like, oh, they're comedians and they get sitcoms, or yeah. they're on Saturday Night Live and they do this and they do movies. And so you thought, I thought that's what it was. But then, like, when I started doing stand up, I was like, those aren't necessarily the things. Those aren't like dreams anymore or like triumphs or, or things yeah and then it just became like cool things that you'd want to do within being a stand-up so like one of the greatest things one of the greatest feelings i ever had doing stand-up was when i got made a paid regular at the comedy store yeah that's always a big one because that was like a that was one of the things i wanted to get into even when it, before i started i was like i gotta be at the comedy store right for some reason and getting my name on the wall and mm-hmm. having your head shot up in the hallway. And like, yeah. I was passed by Mitzi. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she fucking pa- made me a regular there. Right. Yeah. Like, worked with me, you know. Yeah. Like, before Tommy was like, well, <laughs> before Mitzi told me. Yeah. 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 That kind of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that was like a crazy one. Um, I guess put, finally putting an album out. Yeah, I mean, that seems like it should be. It is. Yeah. But it's like, it's just... It's the it, problem with talking about it like a few, like a, a long enough time after the fact. Yeah. Whereas like if if I asked you this question like the week it came out, you'd be like, I put a fucking album out. Like, right, right. That's the thing. Like I would have said like Masters of Sex at mm-hmm. the end. Like, but now I've been, I've been doing it long enough to where it's like... The triumphs become part of your life, and then yeah. it's about doing. You know, it's just a thing you've like gotten close to so many times, and then you find right. like, oh, okay, I got, I got a show. Cool. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go to work now, and then do it. It's not like if you you move to Hollywood from the Midwest, and then a week later you get on Masters of Sex. You're like, holy fucking yeah. god. But yeah, and also it's like releasing an album is not. It's not the same route, you know, as where like you're contacted by this like label or like some, you know, big yeah. something goes like we're going to put your album. It's going to be in record stores all over the world. That that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So it's like it is a triumph, but it's like in a different way than you've always kind of imagined. That's true. But in in other ways it's like almost better because a lot of it was like I had to do a lot of it on my own, at least the piecing together of it. Like you know, you you did like the type for me, and and like, and I had a friend do the photography. I had another friend do the engineering, but like, you know, the, a lot. I would have never imagined like one day I'm going to like organize all these pieces and like ask my friends for this and work with them on that and like, you know, find a club date and then yeah. like get with a record label and find a, someone to do the vinyl and all these different. That that's a lot of stuff. That almost makes me feel better. What's well, almost more satisfying because you. Built, you kind of like built it yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's making something yourself is always, more and it's satisfying. also cool to be like my fucking friends help me with this. Yeah, like it's better than like a, a label going like, "Oh, we're gonna have some person you've literally never met do a, do the type for you or like come shoot you." It's like yeah. that's someone whose shit I like already. Yeah, and like we did this like together in a way. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that that would be one for sure. Okay. Final comes out January 13th, everybody. Pre-order now. A special thing.com. It's Jonah Ray's uh, record label. You can get it on their website. It's only 15 bucks. And it's fucking awesome. Okay. It's something I made that now exists in the physical world. Please buy it. Okay. What one thing would you like to be remembered for? 
this dick. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Let's see. You stole my answer. This is the dumbest. Top five Um, dumbest things I've ever seen. (laughs) What would you want to be remembered for? Uh, My body of work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Once I actually have enough of one, too, I'll be like, all right, there's enough here. Uh, I did one really great drawing of a sewing machine. I'm trying to think of like the best. Like if I think of the best pieces of art I've ever made, because there is like that's the thing. It's not all like all art. No, there's like the better things I've made and the shittier things I've yeah. made. There's one really good painting I did of a well. That's mm-hmm. good. Where did you have you ever like? Did you sell it or is it? Yeah, just someone s- bought it. Oh, okay. About it, the sewing machine one was for a company who I don't like, but it man fucking nailed it. <laughs> it was and like a sewing machine with an American flag in the background yeah. and like a those like spindles with the thread. You know, it was like it was like a made in the USA type deal. Yeah, and man, it came out so good. Where I was like, this, I sent it. I don't know. Uh, it's somewhere in the garage. It was on their website. I should find it. Yeah, find it. But dude, I fucking killed that thing to where I even, to, I told my friend Brett, I was like, this is the best illustration I've ever done. Like, it wasn't like a, fi- I wouldn't I really consider it like this. fine art, but man, I don't even, maybe you wouldn't even think it was that rad, but like, I knew, <laughs> I, I did it fast, the uh. drawing's like clean and sharp, it looks like it was done in the 50s, like, I fucking crushed that sewing machine drawing. That's great. Yeah, That would it, be the one thing? No, I mean, that was just, I mean, that's the thing I have to come... I don't know. Like I have to, I have to like measure everything relative to. Yeah. Like, is the best the best is the best painting I've made better than the best like scene of acting, or is you know it's yeah. all. I mean, the biggest thing I've done is the beyond the mass uh, beyond Masters of Sex. But then you boil it down to like, is it like a scene where it's just me and Michael Sheen or Betsy Brandt? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with this dick. <laughs> and the sewing machine. So it seems like you'd want to be remembered as an artist the most. I mean, again, that's it's that it, in similarly to like why you want why you're so satisfied by your album. It's like uh-huh. I did all that. It's all, all me. Most of the things are yeah. all me. I mean, there's some like jokes too, like stand up wise. When you do something like all yourself, yeah. whereas like what I've done like acting wise, I'm part of a team. Like right. ev- there's so many other people who are partially to blame for it going well. Right. I'm like, you know, a tenth of the reason. So like there's, there's I love that you said partially to blame for it going well. You can have good blame. Right. <laughs> like it is your fault you rule. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. like there's the director and the the director of photography and the other actors. Like the other actors are if you act well in a scene, a lot of that is because the other actors were doing a really good job too. Right. And they gave you stuff to, you know, work with and so like it's hard to it's hard to claim something as yours that happened with 30 other people trying hard yeah. at the same time. That's why I, I prefer stand-up over sketch and improv. Because it's like, get the fuck out of my spotlight, it's you motherfuckers. It's true. Like, I don't need three other white dudes up yeah. here trying and to And odds are they're not going to be as funny as you. Like, <laughs> this isn't the way this should go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so I, I guess I gravitate towards drawing or my MC Hammer joke, I guess. That's, if I died oh. right now, it would be like a sort of unknown character actor, writer of mm-hmm. MC Hammer joke. <laughs> that's, right. the, that's everyone's favorite joke. Really? I'm not going to argue with them they yeah. like it so that's, a, that's okay 
But yeah, that's sewing machine drawing. God damn it. <laughs> really find you got to find that. I want to see it. It's in the garage. Uh, if there were one important memory you had to forget, what memory would you choose? Whoa. What's this, this weird one? I guess it's like, what's the what's the one that hurts so bad? You want to get rid of it? You want to get rid of it? Yeah. I have a hard time with these ones. Like the regret one and the, this one because it's like, I feel like everything that's ever happened to you in your life is the reason you are who you are today. Right. And if you took one of those things away, like what would... I would take away a memory of something I did that was shitty. Not necessarily something that happened to me. Because yeah. the things that happen to you that are shitty do shape you as a person in a way that can be positive. But like right. a garbage thing, like I don't like there are things I've said that I wish that when I think of them, I cringe physically. So I could get yeah. that memory to go away so I could stop having it happen like once a month. That'd okay, be yeah. awesome. Um, this one popped into my head, but only because I maybe because I just had this conversation the other day. But like fighting with my younger brother and picking on him and like yeah. saying mean shit to him. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Because we get along great now. Yeah. But, and then we were two years apart, so it's like, that's what you do when you're kids. You right. just fight all the time. There was a This American Life, and it, and it was this woman, she was talking about how she was just so incredibly mean to her younger sister. Yeah. That, like, I think her sister wrote, like, a letter to, like, you know, Santa or something. It oh, was just God. like, <laughs> I wish... Why it was basically just like why is my sister so mean to me? I wish she wasn't. Why? And oh, the sister reading it was heartbreaking. Like, and you know the sister had apologized a million times, and it wasn't yeah. a big deal anymore. But she was just like, why was I so fucking mean I to know. her all the time? Yeah, all the time. Because it's like, yeah, you. Me just, and my brother were pretty fucking mean to each other for no reason. What's the age difference? Two years. Yeah, it's it's impossible not to at that yeah. two year difference, and you're the same gender. Mm-hmm. It's good luck getting along. <laughs> yeah, good fucking luck. But yeah, I would say like take those feelings, yeah, those memories away because they they haven't really like they haven't made a long term impact. Because now we get, we're adults, we get that we were just shitty to each other, and right. we get along great. But just sometimes when you think back, you're like, oh, just you're so mean. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I use. At least those, we got along a good amount of times. I use the memories that of things I did wrong to like shame myself. That's why I'd like to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. They're so like, Ugh, you're such a fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> right. We're next. We're going into the headings. A new heading. It's called moral questions. Moral. Ooh, all right. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you saw someone shoplifting, what would you do? Ooh, good one. Um, I feel like did we put this one on the last episode? I don't think so. I don't remember this one. Okay. If you saw someone, now, my answer, the, my initial thought, and this is maybe shitty, is depends on the store. Depends. It on really, the, depends on the store. Walmart, I give fuck. Depends on the store, and it depends on the person. Yeah. Like a part of me, if it was like some punk teenager with like fucking patches on his jacket and like a yeah. mohawk, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm stealing this Kit Kat," you know, it's like you might be like, "Dude." the fuck man yeah it really does depend on the store if it was like a 63 year old homeless veteran who was stealing a banana i'd be like all right i'm gonna look the other way yeah it's (laughs) really really specific it's totally circumstantial yeah yeah but and also sometimes if it what if it was some like menacing looking like thug kind of fucking dude have a good day sir yeah who's like stealing (laughs) carry um, on yeah stealing some piece of electronic equipment at a best buy you're like Am I going to tell this guy not to do it? He's going to yep. fucking kill me. Yep. It's very, very hard. 
So it depends. Um, yeah. If your dog and a stranger were trapped in a burning building and you could only save one, which would it be? Stranger. If your dog and your were okay. First of all, like, wait, wait, my my own dog. Your dog. And a stranger. And a stranger in a burning building. Do you even need to ask me this fucking question? You really would save your dog over Sorry, a human. Sorry, bro. I don't even know that I would... The thought... I don't. I think... I don't even know that I would have a conundrum. I think I would run towards the thing I know and then think I would go back to save the dude. Wow. Yeah, I know. Also, in my head, one of those people can save themselves. The dog can't. To a certain degree, if they're both trapped, I, I don't. I I would definitely go for the thing I have the emotional. But what if the guy? To. It's like what if the guy couldn't save himself? He was trapped under a fucking beam or some shit. Sorry, bro. That's crazy. Sorry it's a about fucking. It. Here's I've I've had this argument for years because I actually I mean I may in that situation I may go to I may save the person but dude my dog if I Cub is barking in a oh, fucking yeah. burning building. I don't even know that I fucking hear the guy. <laughs> I run towards his furry face. I grab him. I save him. And I go, wait, I just heard a noise. Yeah. Once he's secured Cub, the car. you almost sounded human in there. Yeah. Thank God that I was able to get you You were out. so scared you started speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you on an emotional level. Sure. I would. I feel like I would get tunnel vision towards the dog. My dog. You, this is. You're. Okay. You're. <laughs> Creating a hypothetical that gives you the moral high ground to save your own dog. No, no, it's not moral high ground. It's just here's what's here's the scenario. It's the moral low ground. No, it's just your own moral. No, but I think if you're talking in more like I think there are there you know we're talking about like natural law kind of like I think human life is worth more than animal life. That's that's kind of like I agree with that. Yeah. So, but I think in that situation, I would I would save my own dog. Which would not be the right thing. I'd probably go to jail. It wouldn't be the right thing to do. Maybe. Here's but the, I'm but just here's the scenario then. Because you're like, oh, I wouldn't even hear the person or whatever. Right. Your dog and the guy are fucking next to each other, trapped under. Dude. Two separate, but right next to each other. Two beams fell. Dog's under one. Dude's under the other. I'm just saying I love one. I don't love the other. Yeah, you don't even know the other. That's why they said stranger. They made I'd it hard. i probably go dog. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> That guy is so important to me. <laughs> yeah, both of them. I've always like, because I mean, I still think about this, but like probably 10 years ago by now, I remember this fucking lady at this coffee shop talking to someone else and I was just like, didn't have headphones on, I was listening. And she was like, uh, yeah, I, I just walked down the street and I saw this guy jaywalking with this dog. And I was like, that is crazy behavior. And I'm sitting there like, what is why? And she's like, now if... Something happened, and I had to hit one of those two people. She's like, and you know, a car cut me off, and I had to swerve out of the way, and I was going to hit one of one of them. Right. She's like, I would hit the person because the dog didn't know better. And yeah, I'm like, that's, I, that's stuck in my head for so long. Because see, like in that in that instance, I don't agree with her, even if it was my dog. I it, you, I think it's hard. Yeah, that that that's. Uh, I mean, that was just a, that that was a crazy person talking because you're like. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, the dog didn't choose to be in the street, but like, yeah. th- there's an there's an accident potentially happening. Some car swerves out, and you have to make the decision. You kill the dog. Yeah, the dog. It's like poor dog. He didn't know he was going to be there. Right. But the guy you choose to hit. What if he has a fucking family? Yeah, yeah. Like that I'm, kind of I, I also uh, my reaction. 
It's like if I had a if I was in a relationship or had kids, it's completely uh, different. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a much more like I'm a person that has a much you know is is in also in charge of caring for human lives. Oh yeah, because then if you had like a wife and kids and cub, yeah. cub would take a step down. No, yeah, everyone I know who has yeah. kids, they're like, yeah, the dog sort of is, uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He's now like third most important. Yeah, after yeah, wife, yeah, yeah. Kid. Whereas in my life, it's just me and the dog. So he's like, yeah, it's like your kid. Yeah. But uh, that poor son of a bitch even <laughs> that dies. That stranger is going to go, what? Are you, bro, are you serious? Dude, you got to get me. Come on. You're really saving. Ah, ah I'm burning. <laughs> Sorry. You're like, Come on, Cub, have a treat. You got out of there. You did great in there, buddy. You survived the fire. This, there's a second part of this question, which is if your dog and your worst enemy were trapped in a burning building and you could only save one. It's a, a guy. First of all, right? I don't. I can't even actually think of my worst enemy is. But if I'm if I'm gonna let an innocent man die, my worst enemy, I tell him I'm letting him die as I walk out with my dog. Yeah. Yeah, you just look at him and go, "I chose him over you," and I didn't even think twice. Yeah, and now I, 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 I fucking I kiss him on the mouth, and then I walk out and watch him burn to death. Well, I, I would go, I would like save the dog, and then the guy would go, "Dude, are you really not going to save me?" I'd go, "Well, no, because if I saved you, how would you be able to burn in hell?" And then I'd turn <laughs> around. Thing, I don't have a worst enemy. I don't have any either. Yeah. <laughs> but in this yeah. scenario, I'm imagining someone who like we I hate so much that I would Donald be like Trump. This is perfect. Yeah. You get to die now. If you hit a car in a parking lot and no one saw, what would you do? Well, I would do the thing I've done, I don't know, 30 <laughs> times in my life, which is drive fucking home. How hard did I hit it? Get the fuck out of there. How hard did I hit it? Did I leave a huge... I've never hit a car and left a big mark, but guess what? I drove home. You know why? Bumpers. That's why. Right, yeah. I mean, I've done that too where I've like... A tap to car parallel part when you're like nothing happened i hit ian edwards car at the comedy store i told him because yeah. i scratched it I was oh like, yeah dude i hit your car i've done that when i used to work the parking lot at the comedy store mm-hmm. i've hit a couple cars and i'm like i gotta tell the person i have to yeah but if say you dented a bumper at the side of a door you're backing out of a supermarket I, i'd leave a note yeah for that you'd kind of have to fake phone number um, <laughs> yeah okay if uh, five 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 <laughs> If someone gave you too much change at a store, would you keep it or give it back? I give it back. I've done that before. I've done both. I think I I kept it. It happened. It's only happened to me maybe three times, but yeah, all those times, the two first times were when I was like a teenager, so I kept the living shit out of that. Money. Likewise, yeah. But as an, I did give it back once as an adult. Someone gave me back a ten on accident. Yeah, they thought I gave him a twenty, but I gave him a ten, so they gave me the change for a twenty, and I was like, you gave me way too much change. And they were like, oh, God, thanks. My drawer would have been off. Yeah, I think some people go like, well, dude, it was Best Buy, man. They have a fuck, they're a big company. You're like, well, sometimes no, those, the employees have those to. Those employees have a drawer, and their drawer has yeah. to, whatever they call, equal out or whatever at the end right. of the night. And if it doesn't, they're in trouble. Yeah. What if they you get, get someone fired? Or yeah, they, people assume they stole it. Right. They have to go, you know, they have to figure it out. It's a big pain in the ass for those people. Because, yeah, otherwise every employee would be like, oh, no, I just accidentally gave someone too much, and they were, like, shitty about not returning it. Yeah, it's not like, it, I mean, when you're young, you're like, yes, the corporate gods have given me free money. Yeah, but, you I know. got seven extra dollars. Fuck yeah. I mean, even when I've found money on the ground, I look around. and I see found a $100 bill on the ground at a liquor store, and I part of me was like, dude, I want to keep this shit. But yeah, I'm like, but- you know what? What if it was some fucking... Someone who didn't have a lot of money, and that hundred was a lot to him or her. Yeah. And then, of course, when I went back the next day to that same liquor store, 
I was like, hey, so whatever happened with that $100 bill? Because I gave it to the, the owner who was working yeah. there. And a part of me was like, this motherfucker's going to keep it. Right. And then he goes, oh, some guy came back for it. And he was like this like menacing looking thug dude. And I was, was like, motherfucker, I could have kept that drug dealer's money. Big big bills are usually had by old women or right. old people and drug dealers. Right. Yeah. And that's what he was. He was a men- Or the owner lied and kept the money. Yeah. But y'all never know. But ultimately, I did the right thing. So I'm cool with it. If you found a large amount of money, would you report it? Yeah, because I don't want to fucking... Someone sees me pick it up, some hidden mm. camera shit. <laughs> right. Like, there's a lot... That Especially can, these days. There's a lot that can go wrong with just picking up a big pile of money and deciding it's yours. I did, um, I did this exact thing that... It's a long story, but I told the story on the Crab Feast. Okay. So if you listen to... Um, my episode of the Crab Feast. I tell this entire story about how I found at the age of like probably 15, 16, me and two friends found a wallet at the local arcade, the Enterprise. Wow. With over $3,000 Holy in it. cow. Yeah. And I tell the whole story about what we did and it just it goes on and on and on. But uh, if you want to hear that story, I think it's a good one. Everyone I've told has been like, holy fucking shit. Hmm. Listen to my episode of the Crab Feast. I get, I get all into it. I found some wallets. The last time I found a wallet, it was I guess it was a long time ago, I was actually really annoyed with how not thankful the person was. Yeah, you'd think someone would be like, oh, dude, I would have had to cancel his credit card, yeah. my driver's license, I've, DMV. Blah, blah. I found a wallet outside of a video store in Toluca Lake, and it didn't. It had like 100 bucks, but you know, it was their ID and their debit mm-hmm. card and everything. And I found a number, and I just called it, and the person was just like, oh, thanks. I was like, asshole. Yeah, that's it? Offer me an award. I will not take it, but yeah, be like, dude, here's offer 20 me bucks. a reward. Lunch is same, on me. I had the same thing when I found someone's dog. Someone's dog was running around. I scooped it up and called, and they came and got it, and they were just like, all they wanted to tell me was like why it got out. I was like, hey, dickhead. It's the same kind of asshole that doesn't hold the door open. Oh, dude. I know. It's hard. You know, okay. I've, uh, I've been a lot th- less let me ask you this. upset about that. Sidebar. Yeah. How do you judge... Uh, women who don't say thank you for the door holding open or hold the door open when it's like obvious that it's an appropriate thing to i do. treat i'm gender you, neutral you're gender neutral yeah i will you're a dick either way i don't care if you're a man or a woman it's not customary for women to hold doors it's nice yeah but those customs are like that's a thing of the past now I'll only not completely they're not completely gone but plenty of women do it yeah, they'll but, hold the door, but it's not like a thing that they're taught to do necessarily. So I have a hard time telling how how annoyed I should be. I find it sort of annoying. I've never. My main e- thing is if you don't say thank you, that's the fucking. Yeah. No, don't. No, by the way, it's not even a full thank you. You don't have to say thank you. You can head nod. Yeah. You head Some nod acknowledgement. Head that nod and wince. There. Literally, you 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 just give me a tiny smile. Right. Tiny tiny smile. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it drives me. Either, yeah, if I hold the door and you say you don't say thank you, it's like, well, fucking fuck you. Yeah. Or you open the door and then just let it go behind you and even fucking look back. That I almost, that I, I almost, uh, That's really that annoying. bothers me more. Yeah. That just like, I'm the only person in this space when, when a yeah. person walks through a door. Only I exist on this earth. Yeah, and it just comes whipping back towards that you. That's when, I'm a, that's when I'm a big fan of, and I see people do it, the, uh, you're welcome. I do that all the time. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah, they go, huh? Good. I was just saying you're good. welcome because I held the door open. Oh, good. I thought I said thank you. No, you didn't. Yeah. 
Uh, if you saw a child or pet locked in a car on a hot day, what would you do? I've never seen this, but I would break the window. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely, I've gone into a store and asked, hey, does someone know whose dog that is? Because it was uh. like a small parking lot. There was only like a couple choices. And I've gone in and been like, hey, who's read this is that? Like, your dog's panting his ass off. Right. I mean, I get pretty angry. Right. Like, I had to leave Eliza's dog in the car while I got dog food today and for like five minutes, and I, w- I could not have rushed more. In fact, I was getting really terse with the pet store guy. He was like, where are you on your club of mem- club membership? I was like, I, dude, I got to yeah. just buy this. There's a dying dog in the car. I need like, to get it's there. not even hot. And I was like, dude, hurry the fuck up, man. Yeah. What will Eliza do if she hears about this right now? Eliza leaves her dog in her car all the time. It's crazy. Well, not all the time. No, I mean, like at the comedy store, she'll leave. She'll leave Bebo in the car at night. If it's not hot. I oh yeah, at night's different. And you're in a parking lot that's like right there. You know, yeah. It's really just a temperature thing. I cracked the windows because it wasn't hot. But yeah, I right. didn't like doing it. I also don't like. I don't like just leaving an animal unattended. Period. Yeah, especially in a car. It's like it's so confined and shitty and like. Yeah. What if someone at that moment decides to steal my car? <laughs> right. Or, you know, it's just a lot of bad things gonna happen. That's um, true. Yeah, I would. I would say something. I feel like you would too. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I. But a part of me is just like, well, who the fuck? Do, who do I tell? What do I? I mean, I'll stand there and call the cops. Really? I, yeah, because like, dude, that kid could die. The dog could die. A lot of people. I mean, there's been stories where people, like the kid, got in the car and the parents didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some dumb ass <laughs> right. people. In the last few years, there are people, there are parents that have been tried for murder because they like some of them are really sad. Like they didn't have anywhere to take the kid, but they've left the kid in the car on a hot day yeah. with like a bottle of water, and the kid dies or the dog dies. It's like I don't give a fuck. Like, oh, it was just gonna be a minute. Like, if it's over eighty degrees outside, yeah. you're an asshole. I feel like that's a thing that like people probably did on the regular in like the '60s, '70s, and '80s. And like, I wonder how many people died back then from that. I don't think people... And there were less air conditioners. There were less, like... I don't think you had to leave kids. I don't think they're... Yeah, I don't, maybe. I just... I don't know what the what the stats are on that. But it would depend on... If it was, like, 100 degrees out, mm-hmm. and there was a kid in a car, and all the windows were rolled up, yeah, I'd probably... And it, depending on the layout, if it was, like, a parking lot to one grocery store, yeah. I'd go in there and be like, you guys, can you make an announcement that there's yeah. a fucking kid yeah, 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 in yeah, a yeah. car, and it's 100 yeah. degrees? I would do something. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, last one. What would you do if you saw a friend's significant other cheating on your friend with another man or woman? Dude, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, see, I've thought about this one before too because what if, say, your buddy, your male friend, mm-hmm. is out cheating, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're friends with the guy and girl equally you you knew them separately before right they're both dating you're not 100 percent sure it's like is he fucking around with her or is it like is he on a date is it a female friend of his right are they like fucking cousins you know I, yeah who knows you don't want to get in the middle i think of what a lot of people do in this situation i think what i might do in the situation because if you're friends with the guy and, and he's been with this girl any amount of time you know her yeah i think you go to her and you go hey I saw you the other night. I'm pretty sure I I saw what I thought I saw. Either knock it off or break up with him or what the fuck. But just so you know, I know. Yeah. And like, I'm going to give you a pass. 
things a lot of things have i mean lately i don't know what's happened something's changed in my mind where like i have a little less of a moral compass when it comes to like dating and cheating and things like that a lot of people have a moral blind spot when it comes to like love stuff what do you mean i i think most of us like the i think the place most people are morally the weakest is when it comes to sex and relationship stuff and like love and cheating and stuff like that like people that lead pretty moral lives for the most part have a tendency to fuck up when it comes to that area oh okay yeah yeah and so in a weird way i've developed like a new kind of sympathy to where it's like what people do to get attention and affection and love is so like on some like primal childhood scar shit that a lot of times it's not it to me it's like not the real them it's like the 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 like least mature part of a person is the part that where they're trying that part where they're trying to like get sex and love that like I know when I'm trying to do that stuff, I'm the least mature and well thought out. So I feel like sure. most people are like me. So I, but I, earlier you were saying like if you're gonna cheat, just fucking break up. Or yeah, be in like theory, a, that's what you should up. do. Yeah. Now I don't know that I will never ever make that mistake. That is what I would hope I would do. Yeah. But I just see people I know are smart and know are good people make those type of mistakes. Over, I've seen it so much in my life that it's like I think there's just. I mean, there it is. It's, it's. I read this on you know a thing about people's brains where men get ten percent dumber in the presence of women they find attractive. Right, like a full ten percent. They just become like, blah, blah, I don't know, yeah, pretty. I, don't, I think yeah. people make pretty dumb decisions when it comes to getting like emotional attention, and so I, I've, I've started giving. People I can excuse that to a degree, but like, I think after a certain age, because emotional maturity is something you need to work on, much like. Because like you just said, you were like, I know plenty of people who are like smart people and all this stuff. It doesn't mean that like you can't get smart when it comes to your emotional maturity as well. Right. Like it's not just like, well, dude, it's like, you know, you're in the presence of a girl. You just turn into a bumbling idiot. That's the way it's always going to be. It's like, no. You know what it reminds me of? It's like when someone does something when they're drunk and while you're bummed on it, you're like, yeah, he was drunk. Which, but and same example though. If you do that dumb thing when you're 23, yeah, you know what? He's young, he's dumb, right. he got drunk. But if you do that same thing at 35, it's like, hey, man, you should fucking know better by now. But I still no think, longer excusable. I still think you wouldn't get quite as mad. It's someone saying something. Let's. I mean, I take if you take it out of cheating, right. if like someone said something a little like rude to you, but they yeah. were drunk, you'd be like, eh, drunk. As opposed, to, you wouldn't get as mad if they just came up to you sober and did it. Well, it depends on like how many, how often this person does that kind of thing. Yeah. If they're like, they get drunk well, every weekend and always say rude shit. It's like, all right, dude, you just like, you, you're using this as an excuse to be a dick now. Well, yeah. If they're a serial cheater, <laughs> you're just like, dude, yeah. I'm not, this is what you do now. But I'm saying if it, like, that's why I would, go, I think I would go to her first. But if, yeah, if it's like a one-time thing, or I guess. the person cheating. But that's never something you know. That's that's why the cheating and the getting drunk example doesn't work, because the getting drunk is like a public thing you see all the time. You know, I realize in my head the only version of the scenario is a female cheating on one of my male friends. Right. And then, I like, I don't know. I don't, if it was one of my female friends and I heard the dude was cheating on her. Yeah. I think I may just tell her. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I... Because you just never know what's going on in people's relationships. You they, just truly yeah, you never just know. You just never know. That's the thing. You never really know. That I would go to 
the person I saw first. Yeah. And make sure you saw what you saw. Yeah, there's but that But then again, too. they could lie to you. It's a fucking mess. That's true, too. They could. But I, I would be like, I'd be like, listen, dude, I saw you the other night. Hey, how was it with that girl I saw you with? Oh, great. And if it's like, if I don't know the girl, you know, and I see the guy and like he's clearly cheating on this chick I've met once. Yeah. None of my fucking business. Yeah. But I don't know, man. If I've known the girl like for five or six years and I've known the guy for five or six years and we were separately friends and they were dating, I'd be like, dude, I have a responsibility to both friends mm-hmm. in a way. So I'd go to the guy first and be like, dude, I saw you out with another chick, man. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? And then I would be like... Um, I've said something to a f- male friend of ours that was doing that to someone. Uh-huh. And I remember I did say to him, I was like, dude, you got to fucking knock this off. Or right. or just split up. Yeah. I was like, because at this point, it's like, are you trying to torture her? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. I have said something to a male friend like, this is this is enough. But in a weird way, just like I can't really would be friends with you. Would you give him that same benefit of the doubt that you were talking about earlier? No, because like, it wasn't the first time. Yeah, this was like a you know a bit of a uh, it was a becoming a, a little habitual. Yeah, and so I was just like, dude, this is this is kind of bullshit. Like I don't want to be a part of this as far as knowledge of it. So don't either like you kind of can't talk to me uh-huh. if this is going to be you. If this is the new you, I'm sort I'm not into it. Like I don't want to I don't want to know this stuff. I'm friends with both of you. So, yeah. like, what's a good example of, like, if two, fr- like, if you and Sarah Tiana, for example, right, started dating, let's say. Okay. And I saw you cheating on her one night. Full on, I see you making out with some other girl. You would definitely, I think you come to me first and be like, dude, come on. Yeah. Tiana's cool. I would be, be like, like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Because I would be, and I would probably say, like, listen, man. I think you'd do the same thing if it was Switch. You'd go to Tiana and be yeah. like, don't be a asshole i'd be like look i saw you making out with some dude i yeah. don't are you and kevin broken up da, yeah. da, da, da. i because i'd be like you know that we're all friends <laughs> separately and together and i don't know that i cannot tell him because yeah. this is like and i'd say in both cases and then i don't know just see where the conversation goes because that'd be a hard one dude yeah because if you were and like hey man i heard that you knew my girlfriend cheated on me you didn't fucking tell me i also think that a relate i think people make mistakes yeah and that there are relationships that can survive a cheating yeah and sometimes yeah i mean it's like i don't know what if you were with someone for six or seven years and like things were getting really bad you just made a really shitty decision or like i don't know that it would be in my position my place to go fucking tell the girl right it's just you just don't know what people's relationships are like behind closed doors it's a little bit of like it's very tough to tell what in that scenario is any of your goddamn business. Yeah. Yeah. Or what if, I don't, you never know. What if someone's like, oh, we're in an open relationship. You just yeah. didn't know and like, don't get in our shit. Yeah. Obviously, no one would get mad during that scenario, but people would be like, just stay out of my business. A lot of open relationships are a kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation. Yeah. That would, I mean, that would just be a fucking hard one, dude. It sucks. Especially if you're friends with both parties. Depends on how bad I want to nail the girl. (laughs) I will not tell him. This is what I get in return. Yeah. Yeah. I will bang your girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Because then the thing is, not saying anything. Here's here's the worst case scenario. uh You only say something to the person. You don't say anything to your friend. Then they break up. It comes out. They're like, fucking Kevin knew. 
mm-hmm. some friend you have and your friend's like, hey, dude, yeah. you fucking knew? And you're like, ugh. Yeah. If, That's why, like, a lot of dudes, I know dudes are not personally, but like, you hear about dudes, they'll nail a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, yeah, she may have a boyfriend, not my problem. Pro- right. She's gonna, she's never, he won't find out. It's like, oh, won't he? I'm pretty sure when they break up, which is coming, yeah, she, she will might yell use that against at him. the top of her, her lungs uh-huh. who she fucked, how many times, and what his Twitter handle is. Right. Like, for real. Yeah. Like, because when you're breaking up, you don't give a shit if you're hurting the person. You want to hurt them. Right. So you're like, I fucked this person. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's best to stay away from like married people and people in relationships. It's and I don't, I, dude. I think a lot of people run around saying they're in open relationships who aren't to get maybe. Married. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see that because then you be, oh sweet, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Let's yeah, get into the bedroom. We have an agreement. Do you? Are both of you cognizant of this agreement? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If someone told me that, I wouldn't press her. I wouldn't be like, are you sure? Because you're just like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because she could also, if she's gonna lie, why not lie and be like, I'm single. More and more, I'm coming to the conclusion that it is worth it to live a life without sex. What, what do you mean, like so complicated? Total abstinence. <laughs> so complicated. Yeah, it, it really can be very complicated. Yeah, I have my books. I have dogs. Books? books to read to satisfy. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have uh, dogs. I can make drawings. I have tennis. Yeah, many things I can do physically. Right. Yeah. But then you still need to fuck, though. You still need to <laughs> you need fuck. to get boned. How am I going to... I don't want to waste my greatest triumph. This dick. <laughs> um, yeah. These were... I like these ones better than the first list. Yeah, because at first you're like, whoa, deep, real ones. <laughs> but then, like, yeah, they open no, up. No, these good. were better. They do open up. And you know what? I thought that too. I'm like, who asked this stuff? At par-? But I'm like, I've had these exact conversations. This is where it gets real late night. This is the yeah. after after midnight list. Yeah. It's just you. Usually my best conversations at parties are when I skip all those, that first part of the episode we did, and I get right to the... And then always at some point, they're like, why do you guys get right into it? I'm like, yeah, because who cares about the weather? And who yeah. cares about true. fucking how your career's going? Everyone wants to get into do. the real shit anyways. Yeah. They're just, they don't know what they can get into with people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's pretty good. I and feel there's like still like way more. We can do a third part. No, we got through all of them. Oh, that was all of them? Yeah. How many did we ask? 20 something? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 9... Like twenty. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yep. That was a fucking uh Yeah, email us if you um agree or disagree. If you had a weird one. Yeah, I've gotten one or two emails. We all know you just hit cars and drive away everyone listening, so don't even. Oh yeah. Don't even do not judge. Don't even pretend you're you're writing notes on the regular. Yeah. You bump that matrix. You fucking put it in reverse. You got the hell out of that parking lot as soon as you could. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, fuck that cheating one with the who do you tell? It's so gnarly. So difficult. So gnarly. You create a fake Facebook account. And you just send them a pic. An anonymous picture. Let yeah. The chips fall where they may. <laughs> Yeah, you just do it anonymously. But then, yeah. what if you're? What if you miss saw? That's the thing. That's the sketchy thing. What if they were two actors rehearsing a scene where they have to kiss? There's so many things. What if they were just fucking friends and they were like hugging and like being? I have so many. Oh, dude, I had a girl that I was hanging out with. 
one of her friends was a waitress mm-hmm. at a restaurant that I went to with a female friend of mine, told her I was on a date, had to hear about it, had to fucking be like, nope, that's actually my friend Nora, known her for a decade. We yeah. worked together that day on Marin's show. Right. We went and got a fucking bite to eat afterwards. I had a beard, no big deal. But Ooh. regardless... Yeah. Her friend was a waitress like, I thought Kevin on a date with a really yeah. hot girl and he looked super into her. It's like, no, your friend's a dumbass. Right, right, Who doesn't right. know anything and is bored. And, I'm mm-hmm. s- and like, it's not my problem. Yeah. Totally got it wrong. Yeah, so it's, now it's like you wonder if you just say anything. Kind of. You're like, dude, this will work itself out. Because if you say, say you go to the... You're, you see your, your female friend cheating on her boyfriend. Right. And then you go to her and you're like, look, I think I saw what I saw, blah, 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 blah. And then she goes, well, I'll handle it. And you go, okay. And then when they break up, she goes, oh, yeah. And then I saw, fuck, I cheated on you with so-and-so. Kevin saw it. You can fucking ask him. So it's almost like, is it in your interest to just be like, you know what? I don't know their relationship. So I'm just going to, I didn't see anything. What because if? in a way, you, you don't know what you saw. But so what? did you see anything? What if that cheating gives your friend aids <laughs> or herpes or whatever that's the problem yeah but wh- how what if you- she gets pregnant and you don't know whose baby it is and you see your friend financially struggling he has to quit stand up right, right to right. take care of this kid you don't even know if it's fucking his yeah comes out with different hair color like yeah it's weird we both have brown eyes a kid has blue eyes isn't that such a cool coincidence you're like yeah it's a really cool one cool 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 yeah <sighs> I mean, but how do you know that what you saw was right? What if it was? What if it wasn't that night? What if it wasn't that person? What if so dark? I know it's fucking. Hopefully, crazy. you know both of them well enough to where if you say it to the one who you thought doing it, you can tell if you're being lied to. And then if they lie to you, you're like asshole. Guess what? Guess what happens now? Yeah. Uh, you you do the, you do this. You go. They're gonna find out. You're gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them. I suggest you tell them because then then he that person can hide it and not have it be a public thing they're ashamed of. If I tell them, they think everybody knows. They're ashamed. Totally different reaction. Yeah. So tandle your shit. Yeah. That's fucked. Yep. Yeah, I hopefully just never have. I, I hope I just never have to see that. No, me neither. Luckily, you, my eyesight's garbage. <laughs> For real. Like, I don't know what I saw. Yeah. I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen that. Me no, I've that. actually ne- I've never had that happen. Yeah. I've never seen someone Thank I know God. doing something. Not in that way. No, yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen it, but not with like two, where I was friends, good friends with both people. Right. I've definitely seen friends of mine where I'm like, dude, that's not your girlfriend. <laughs> you know, over the years. Yeah. Definitely seen that shit. Well, you know, a lot of our friends are garbage. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know a lot of people. That not are, a real street trash. Yeah. Um, yep. The wonderful world of stand-up comedy. Yep. And just the entertainment industry at large, actually. Let's just fucking put a broad, yep. sweeping, mm-hmm. giant blanket over it. Mm-hmm. Music, acting, comedy. When you need a lot of attention, you'll take it anywhere you can get it. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, this was uh, part two of our how to, how to fucking talk to people like a goddamn champion, which is what we just did. Yep. God, we're good at this now. <laughs> Pitch a question. Boom, home run. Go fuck yourself. All right. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) We'll see you next time.